then we've all got habits, the good, the bad, and the just plain weird. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Okay, so today we're going to admit to the weird, apologize for the bad, we're sorry, we're sorry, and commit to the good. Are you ready? Nope. (laughs) So let's do it. The Speakeasy Podcast, real talk about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business, we probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. So this is called Area 51, which always reminds me of, you know, the aliens. So tell me about this really interesting cocktail. Yeah, okay, so it's we were both quite surprised by this one. It starts out with Old Forester Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey which is pretty pretty solid. And then Midori Melon Liqueur, which both of us were skeptical, to say the least, about the Midori. And then lemon juice and simple syrup. So this is like the craziest color you've ever seen. I called it ectoplasm, and we couldn't decide if it was Kool-Aid or high C. But do you remember that drink? Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you said that this one was sort of a Midori sour, is how you sort of described it. Right, plus bourbon. Yeah. So first of all, we're both fans of melon, but would never choose a melon thing, a melon flavored anything. So Unless it was is, an actual melon. Right. <laughs> in the summer, in August. <laughs> but yes. no. So so this was a surprise to us and it, it was a little on the weird side. It's worth it's worth checking out though. It's a good one. Would you say it's out of this world? Yes. No, it's in Nevada. Perfect. Sorry. All right. So why are we talking about habits? I think we originally were going to talk about like, you know, the solid habits we have, but this kind of took a turn like this beverage. Yeah, it kind of took a turn. It's we're not talking about best practices or aspirations or how to build healthy habits to do blah, blah, blah. This is no, it's not that it's us just talking about the weird things because the truth is a habit is merely a psychological pattern, right? Yeah. They're easy to modify if you try. And it's really just repetition until something's like the pathway in your brain is burned in. So, And they always say, like, is it 21 days to a new habit or something like 30 days to a habit? Yeah. Uh, whatever. I, I mean, I think certain habits are so ingrained they're at the cellular level and you just can't. So let's talk about it. Let's do it. Okay. So we're going to start with the weird ones. I, I feel like. My list is very long of weird habits, so I'm letting you start. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. Throw me under the bus. Yes. So, okay. So I asked my husband what one of my weird habits was, and he he wasted zero time. And he says, you are compulsive about containers and compartments and organization. And it's true. Like, I get excited if I see, like, a container that will hold something. So I really dig, like something with a lot of drawers or like a drawer that could have a label added. <laughs> just like if it, if it could have a place in a home, I want everything to have a place in a home. You know, um, we have a label maker you can borrow at the office. The, oh, I have the, one too. The old fashioned kind that you punch. Oh, I had that as a kid. No, I have like the, the P-Touch one. Gotcha. The stickers, yeah. And my son, I think, has um, inherited that habit because he has asked to borrow it to label his Lego drawers. Um I'm also a tactile person. It's I, I used to get in trouble when shopping with my mother that I would walk by every rack of clothes and t- like and brush it by like a like some sort of chime or harp, right? I can't it's impossible for me to shop without touching. I need to know the weight of things. I need to know how it feels or the softness. And I find I have a whole desk full of 
of fidgets because I have to have like something to be like constantly playing with. So that's, there's that. And then I think one of my odd habits is that I'm sentimental to a fault and I will save the most odd things. And it goes beyond like my grandmother's quilts, which is a reasonable thing, right? Like I have my mother's comb in my drawer in the bathroom and I won't let anybody use it, but I, it's there and I open it every day and I have a melted piece of silver that I've had in my wallet for 20 years. Where did the silver come from? I found it. Hmm. And it's not steel. It's silver. And you just found it. It That's doesn't have any. Mm-mm. But, but it you, just, it, 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 it's in your wallet. It called itself, it called me <laughs> over and I needed it. And it feels good. Like it's, it's um, about the size of a quarter, but oblong and kind of odd shaped. And it's kind of chunky, but it's really nice to feel. And it's weighty for as small as it is. It's heavier than a quarter. It's heavier than a half dollar. It's a chunk of silver. Um, so yeah, that's, I have odd connections to random objects. Like Jen. <laughs> <laughs> like your co-host. Odd connections to random objects, like a co-host. But I want to hear your weird habits. I, wanna, yeah. I wonder how many I can guess. All right. Okay. So my, see, mine are just awkward, whereas yours are charming. Um, maybe that's how we all feel about our habits. So, um, my, when I asked my husband about habits, he just looked at me and raised an eyebrow and wouldn't say a word. So I don't know what that means. That's really funny. Uh, yeah. Um, I think the, the, the number one, the morning one is I have a coffee mug and it's my coffee mug and no one else may use the coffee mug and I never use another coffee mug. And I also don't wash it. Like every once in a while, my kids will mistakenly put it in the dishwasher or something and I lose my marbles. I'm like, this doesn't go in the washer. Because all you have to do is rinse it a little bit, make sure there's no lipstick on it, and reuse it the next day. And it's just coffee. I because I don't put, you know, milk yeah. or anything in my coffee. Yeah. Who would or sugar. It's just coffee. So it's like I've infused this in my head, I've infused this ceramic with the essence of coffee and dear Lord, don't wash it out. Cause coffee wouldn't taste the same. It wouldn't taste the same. And it's um it's a handmade piece of pottery and the top of the um handle has this little swirly do and I don't know who made it I don't I don't even remember where I got it but the very top of the handle has a swirly little shape and I have to touch it with your thumb with my thumb and with my finger a number of times in a certain way and so if I'm somewhere else on vacation at someone's home I go to touch the parts of the coffee mug that are familiar to me and they're not there and I I just my whole day is off. <laughs> my, my whole day is dependent on a coffee mug with a particular little swirl in the pottery that I have to touch just right and I never wash, which is a weird habit. I want to get on to your next habit, but can I tell a coffee mug story? Yes. Okay, so my mom's favorite coffee mug, which is one of these sentimental attachments, was an, is an olive green petite mug mm-hmm. um, with an orange daisy on it. See? And, and it's got a brown handle, so it's very 70s. And I have it. And it was stolen from me. And it's what Kevin drinks his coffee out of every day. <gasps> oh, but it's... But it has a very specific sound. When you rub your hand on it, you can really hear the glaze. And he rubs it, and it makes the same sound as when my mom would rub it. Oh, that's So see, he that's gets charming. to use it. See, it's there's a tactical tactile and you know i have a friend steve 
who's um, at their cottage. Their cottage is filled with pottery because his mother was a potter. Like even their fireplace is tiled with handmade mm. pottery tile that, so that his mother made. And they have they have regular coffee mugs, you know, that you'd buy it wherever. And then they have a set of coffee mugs that his mother made, and they're all ceramic, and they have weird little bits and parts. Like they have sound when you mm-hmm. touch them, and and that's the only place I've been able to satis- been satisfied with a coffee mug. <laughs> coffee mugs, find people, oh. find yourself a special <laughs> Shout coffee out to mug. Steve. Shout out to Steve and, her, and his mom, and quality coffee mugs. So that's my biggest one. I think. What else have I got? Oh. I drink too much booze when I'm brainstorming. I'm really good at coming up with excellent ideas a couple of glasses of wine in, and sometimes I will ship those off to my people and forget I did it the next morning. So that's a pretty weird, maybe that maybe that should go in bad habits. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Relatedly, I will eat the whole potato chip bag. When I want potato chips, I need all of them. And my family hates that because they know when mom brings home a bag of chips that they're never going to touch. And then... <laughs> There's the bathroom cupboard. There's one cupboard in the bathroom that I leave open on a consistent basis. Then I will go back in the bathroom and realize the freaking cupboard is open. And then realize, oh, I left it there. And I can't, it's so weird. I can't break myself of it. It's not, it doesn't hurt anybody. It's a half a second to close it again. But I, I don't know why I do it. And I don't remember doing it. And I can't fix it. That's weird. It's weird. Yep. And then my other two that I I have is whenever I draw an arrow on a piece of paper, the arrow is a, you know, it's a little line with a triangle, then I have to fill in the triangle so it's a solid thing. Mm -hmm. And if I don't do it, I get super itchy, and some days I will go back to an arrow and refill it in if it's not filled in, which is super weird. Is an arrow your go-to doodle? Yes. I mean, we could do a whole episode on doodles. Oh, I think we should. Honestly, I don't think anybody would listen to it. Maybe. And then, and then my other weird habit is talking to plants. Do you talk to your plants? Everybody Absolutely. talks, right? Sure, we will like go with babies. everybody talks to plants. But yes, oh, I absolutely I've do. Missed you. Yep. Mm-hmm. I um, we went away for a long weekend and had to give our plants to somebody to make sure because there's a couple that get watered every day. They're yeah. tropical, and uh, we have a pitcher plant that hangs from our chandelier in our kitchen, which is inconvenient but that's where it needs to be because it needs to hang and then my daughter got a terrarium for christmas and we have to do pipettes like a couple times a day and so like my daughter gets so excited she puts the water in with the pipette then she's like mom come here and look and then we both talk to it we're like good job you're growing so yeah yeah and when my plants get a new leaf i talk to them and i tell them i'm proud and it's it's excessive and ridiculous it if it keeps going on, I'm I'm going to need a grandchild because something like I spend a little bit too much time being obsessed with talking to my plants. I think if we both talk to plants, then it must be normal. We're just going to normalize right. that. Yep. Okay. So that's just an regular old habit. So now that we've <laughs> disclosed the weird habits, should we then just dive into bad habits? This is yes. starting to get a little serious. I know it's both weird and serious, I suppose. Okay. I'll start. Um, I, this is a terrible habit. I am bad at my seatbelt if I know I'm going to be in the car for 10 minutes or less, which is a lot of my life because I live somewhat close to my office. And so my my 13-year-old will call me on it every time. He's like, Mom, 
put on that seatbelt? Doesn't your car bitch at you? It does, but not right away. And I'm busy and I need to get to where I'm going. And putting on a seatbelt seems like it's going to take extra time, Mm -hmm. which doesn't bother me if I'm going on the highway. I I get that on all the time. But man, in town, it's a terrible habit. Don't do that. No, I don't. Also, if my insurance agent is listening, he should stop listening. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what else is a bad habit? Because I'll admit that's a bad habit, Jen. That's a bad habit. I pull on my hair, which is a ridiculous habit because it causes split ends, but also nobody wants to sit in a meeting with somebody who's touching their hair. So I have to be very conscious about not touching my hair a lot. That's a bad habit. What else have I got? Mm. I've never noticed you doing that. See, maybe I'm working on it, but I feel the need to do it. Right now, I feel the need to yank on my hair. And I can't sit still. Mm. And I, I didn't I didn't realize this was a bad habit until Zoom because I couldn't see myself in meetings, but I can't sit still in a chair to save my life. And so I'm super fidgety at a meeting and that's distracting. It's a terrible habit. Yeah, I'm the same I am actually the same way. I'm this is why I'm not an editor, for example. I would have to sit in a chair for eight hours a day. Yeah. I'm up but, and down a lot. All right. You tell me yours because now mm-hmm. I'm feeling bad. <laughs> you don't oh, feel bad. Oh, no, no, I have one more. Uh, okay. Okay. So um, somehow when I was still I'm 48 years old and I'm still really proud of myself when I make dinner. And so I, I fish for compliments at the dinner table. Like I'll say, oh, I feel play. like this I chicken, I feel like this chicken turned out really well. At which point one of my children is supposed to say, oh my goodness, it's delicious. Right? <laughs> Who needs, what? What adult woman needs to fish for compliments about her dinner? I know I can make good food. I do it all the time, and I'm still so proud of it, and I still want them to tell me it's magical. And what you know a terrible what? habit. When you when you lay out, of course, we haven't had a ton of dinners together, but like when you lay out a spread, it's impressive. It's delicious every time. And damn it, I want you to compliment me. I just did. <laughs> Thank you. I, I feel you it. pulling me in with a little hook on my <laughs> on my bottom lip. <laughs> it's it's just terribly unglamorous, and I really need to stop. But, but. like, do you ever come out of the bathroom like that? Bathroom is really clean. <laughs> no, I, that would imply that I clean my bathroom, Karen. Yeah, that's a lot. Same. All I do in there is leave the cabinet open. <laughs> um, okay, so if I'm if I'm honest, it has taken most of my. My my worst habit is biting my nails. It's taken most of my adult life to bite my nails or to stop biting my nails. I'm I'm over it. Um, but it was the pandemic that did it. So I have always been a hand washer. And yeah, I ramped up at the beginning of the pandemic. But like the the notion of keeping your fingers out of your mouth um oh. was really hard for me. Uh so but the pandemic told me I, I definitely could not put my fingers in my mouth because my fingers would never be safe again, right? So only one other time have I stopped biting my nails, and it's when I had braces in high school. Interesting. Yeah. So, and I don't ever bite them down so that they're nubs. They're not. They're not beautiful and long, but they're just active length. <laughs> and when they get longer than active length, they kind of went back down. Um, so yeah, that's been my worst habit as an adult, and I I feel like I'm finally past it. Um, so thanks, coronavirus. Yay. Um, if, if my husband had a say, he would tell you that when I start laundry, I use the cup and I pour the liquid detergent in, but then I don't rinse the cup. And that really makes him crazy. 
like irrationally crazy. It's his number one thing that bothers him about me, which means we're doing okay. But I just told him recently even, like I will never rinse that cup because that's a waste of water. And that makes him crazy. So um, sorry about that. But I love your suggestion when we were talking yeah. about this episode. Just put the cup in with the laundry and it comes out clean. I, done and done. I will do that. In fact, we have a load of darks to do tonight. I will do it. Um, I just feel like I don't have time for that. Yeah. I mean, see, I, I don't know if I would classify that one as a habit or a disagreement about process. That's not a habit. That's a disagreement about process. But my habit is that I just would never consider doing that. It's his habit to do it. Right. It is my practice to give no Fs about it. That's very funny. So that's a whole different topic when your habits and practices do not align with those around you. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. That is a good one. And then I think really um, another thing that I've struggled with most of my adult life is just consistency with exercise. You know, I go on these great sprees and I'm feeling great. And then a pandemic hits and I eat my feelings and then I'm back at it. So I feel like that's not unique um, for many people, but um, I'm working on it. Yeah, it's funny because you, you mentioned that when we were planning and the sporadic nature of that sort of thing. And I think we're all there. I will do this weird thing, which is I can I can be near my vitamins or I can be near the water or I can be near my laundry and think I should do laundry and look at it and go eh, later. Like, wh what does that serve? Who does that serve? <laughs> that, that does nothing but put more effort on on later Jen. Just do it now. <laughs> Future Jen will be so relaxed and calm if present Jen does laundry. Oh, I don't know, Karen. I think we could go on about ha bad habits for days. Mm -hmm. But that's enough. Maybe. Tell me, about, tell me about good habits. Oh, man. I mean, our good habits rituals and also our bad habits rituals, you know, like the potato chip bag or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, it's just this thing that we're... Um, connected to like my tactile thing i have to touch things and constantly be fit like this i have a thing on my desk that is um an old connector oh did you just hear it drop um so this is the way that audio it's like a little connector it's the way that audio cables used to connect but it's a barrel um but it's got these little sharpie things on them and i just like pushing on them yeah and they spin yeah, and see, things like that, or even like my coffee mug, if if your habit becomes a ritual that calms your mind mm -hmm. or gets you ready to do the thing you need to do next, is it bad? I mean, I usually I usually do it during meetings and I it's out of view, right? Right now Jen can see me doing it, but like there's a little spinny guy inside that feels kind of nice. But I usually do it out of view. So no, I don't think it's that bad, but it's just like a, I have a collection of fidgets like my 11 year old son. <laughs> but those aren't, those aren't rituals unless you have to do, what is a ritual is looking at your mother's comb and opening it and closing it and putting it away again. That's, is that a ritual? Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. My husband, um, if a bolt lock, if he is checking a bolt lock before bed, he can see that it's closed but he will unlock it and relock it three times. That's a ritual. That's a ritual. That's interesting. Or or that's OCD. That's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, we love him anyway. 
I don't know. Yeah. So good good habits are interesting because whenever we talk about habits, we all strive to make good ones or or use them to increase efficiencies or something like that. Or right? validate our virtues. Right. So, so are my good habits somebody else's bad habits? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Um, we have a staff member whose habit is to clickety click 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 the top of the clicky pen, mm-hmm. and that soothes staff member number one and drives staff member number two crazy, mm-hmm. right? So, when your habit gets in the way of someone else's calm, it's mm-hmm. probably a bad habit. But but when it does nothing but prepare you for your day or help you to get through the thing you need to get through, probably it's good for you. I would imagine. Yeah, I think especially if it calms you. Um, so tell me some of your good habits. Mm, I'm pretty good at the treadmill these days. I will get up every morning, stroll on the treadmill, not a jogger. I've never liked jogging, of course. And um, But getting up and doing that process and having the habit of what I do when I wake up. And it doesn't matter really what your what your morning routine or rituals are, but sticking to it puts you in a good mindset, right? So I'm pretty darn good at that on weekdays. And then of course I've got, um, (laughs) I I don't, and this is where you and I are looking at things differently. I'm not going to call them alters, but I'm going to call them weird piles of things that make me very happy, like rocks and shells and sea glass and stuff and on almost every, like in my bathroom, there is a flat surface on which I keep some rocks that I found from Lake Michigan. In my bedroom, there's a space where I, I keep rocks that my son brought me when he visited the beach on Normandy. Mm-hmm. And in on my drafting table, I have the rocks that I found in the river. Like I, I'm so connected to those things. They make me so happy and they make me feel so calm. So- I have the same thing. So the things that used to belong to somebody else, to me, are different than things that I have acquired through experience. So I too, and you know this, I have rocks and shells and beach glass. And it's weird because I have a bathroom that I intentionally decorated kind of nautically so I could have all of the shells and the driftwood. And there's a piece, you know, there is a mason jar of a little bit of sand. I can tell you where that sand came from. There's a piece of driftwood that I love to touch, by the way, because um, it's so smooth. But I can tell you where the different things came from. And on my um, on my sink board, I have a ring holder that does not hold one ring that I've ever worn. It's my grandmother's wedding ring. It's my wedding. It's my mother's wedding ring, and it's um, a a ring that my grandmother used to wear that my grandfather made her. That's like um, a really cool Southwest turquoise inlay piece. Um, so they just sit there. They welcome me in the morning. Yeah, and they make you feel connected to your people. You got it. But. I know that you are really good also, though, at besides your treadmill, you're very good at vitamins. You've taught me the ways of the green smoothie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are definitely it's and that's all about making an intentional habit of for something that is good for you. Vitamins and green smoothies are good because your body needs things like vitamins and minerals. And especially when you're busy. And 
I have, we have some listeners whose faces I can see in my head when I close my eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, your lives are too busy. Make yourself a habit to make sure that you're, you're staying healthy, right? Shove those vitamins into a green smoothie or something every single day because it will help your life get better. And those are the kinds of things where just repetition can mm-hmm. turn it into a habit. So it's not like depriving yourself of something. It's adding the thing that's super healthy and good for you. The thing that I absolutely am passionate about since you've taught me the ways of the green smoothie is that I love the notion of having vegetables before lunch. It feels like extra credit. Right. Because sometimes at the end of the day, you're like, I have not had enough vegetables. But if you get it before lunch, it's like bonus. If you get your vegetables at breakfast, you are winning the rest of your day. That's right. You just are. I mean- if you get your if you get your exercise in or at least a little bit of it before breakfast get your vegetables in early your day can go to shit it can just all unravel but you've already done those good healthy things for you those are the kinds of habits i think that we should all try to find in whatever variety they take for you yeah absolutely so mine are similar slash different so for sure green smoothies and vitamins but these are things that i've learned from you so thank you for making my life better um We are still at the point with kids that we are eating dinner together nightly. And that's something that is a habit that I grew up with. It's such a good one. I'm holding on to it as long as I can. um, Because I know it will go away as my children age and have activities um, after school and things like that. Um, I really enjoy the ritual of on the weekends planning our meals for the week. Because I enjoy like exploring healthy things, uh, introducing them to new ideas. Um, and it doesn't always go great. Honestly, my daughter's a picky eater and she doesn't love everything I make, but I think that repetition will create something. Um, I will get two mammograms a year um, regardless, and I will be a fierce advocate for that for all my friends. I bug them when I think they haven't or if they mention that they've missed or rescheduled um, two mammograms a year. That's that's my thing. Can I interject too? Because I remember I was really bad there for a couple of years and you looked at me with dead serious eyes and said you have to fix that problem and I did (laughs) I did thank you yeah yeah you're welcome thank you and we need you here the other thing about that I find that so interesting that you look at that as a good habit or a ritual because that's a mindset question you could look at that as a chore or something's inconvenient Or you could frame that as a good habit and a ritual that keeps you healthy. And so you have chosen to look at that as a, as a good habit instead of a chore, which I find very inspiring. Thank you. I, you know, I I don't think, I think most of our listeners know that my mother um, passed away from breast cancer when I was in high school. And I always think of things like um, preventative maintenance as like, if you're in a position where your car breaks down and you didn't do an oil change three times in a row, wouldn't, and you were freezing while you were broken down on the side of the road, wouldn't you just give anything to go back and just get that oil change? Or, right. do you know what I mean? Sure. So it's like, my mammograms are for my kids so that I am vital and alive, right? That's the deal. It's uncomfortable, but it really, I mean, it, it's a blip in my day twice a year. So that's what it's for. Um and then I think the other thing that I love is that as seasons come and go, and again, my kids are little, little than your kids, but like as seasons come and go, I love sharing the traditions of the, like passing down the things that my mom did um, to make holidays special. 
Um, so whether it's baking the thing or crafting the thing or um, going and seeing the things. Um, so even if we don't adopt it as our own families, just giving them a taste of how that was so that they can get to know their grandma through that process. Um, and then creating our own new traditions along the way. And it'll be really fun to see in the future kind of what sticks. Like, what do my future kids say? Oh, I loved it when we did that. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because my kids have been around long enough that they're starting to have opinions about such things. <laughs> and it's it's funny to see them as they're building their habits about what should happen every holiday or how how we do that, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I find very funny. And and those things do work. So you 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 do realize that the habits that we have, good, bad or weird, rub off on the people around us. And and just I think it's I think it's neat to just audit it and think about it. I, you're not doing anything right or wrong. I'm not doing anything right or wrong, but just being aware of the things we do and how they impact people like our kids or like, or like coworkers and I think that's a neat exercise. Yeah, thanks. So I still think some of your habits are super weird. Yeah, same. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I'm sure if I would have asked my coworkers, especially one in particular who <laughs> I've spent most of the pandemic with, he would have some um, offerings on what some of my weird habits are, but we'll leave it at that. Good old habits. Okay, so that I think this was a fun episode. It was interesting to uh, to look at. And my very weird drink is almost gone. This uh, Area 51. Midori, I'm going to call it the Midori Sour with some bourbon. If you liked this episode please do us a favor and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. So you guys, next episode, we have another good one. We are going to take a deep look into Karen's brain. (laughs) (laughs) How her business, her marriage, and her family are all coexisting. And so if you're not scared yet, uh, because right now, if, if I'm honest, they're all kind of aligned for the first time really in my husband and I's life together. Which is kind of cool. So we're going to look at what happens when your aspirations, your home life, and your work life all really line up. So tune in. Talk to you soon.